0: to the Hoodoo Factory, a game show and discussion podcast about the 90s NBC sitcom classic News Radio. We will be drafting News Radio episodes into units with a common theme. In part A of the podcast, we will host a game show based on our drafted episodes. The contestants will compete for ABSA points in hopes of being declared the ABSA winner. In part B of the podcast, we will discuss the episode in greater detail. We are three dorks who preferred the term news radiologists who decided to use Twitter and podcasting for good instead of pure evil.
1: back to the Hoodoo Factory. We hope you enjoyed Part A, where we declared Thaddeus the winner of the ABSA for excellence in this podcast. Now we are back for
0: Part B, where we will discuss this episode in further detail. I'm Lauren, and I'm here with Thaddeus and Tom discussing Halloween, the second episode in our Costume Mania unit. We're going to kick off Part B by taking a second look at our
1: ABSA fever round categories from Part A. The contestants will get to share what other items they had on their lists, and I as host will get a chance to share my favorites from the episode as well. So, here we go. Let's start with favorite scenes. So, Tom, what were some of your favorite scenes that we didn't discuss in part A?
2: Um, The cold open uh, was a good one, um, If mainly because of Dave's reaction to the the snake is great. Yes. It's just uh, all the, you know. He just kind of like right nods his, his head, and it just has this yeah. like kind of. He doesn't want to look terrified in front of everybody, but he definitely looks uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So there's a lot going on there. Um, yeah, and then ending with the everybody quickly backing away from the table, and Matthew jumping up on top. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Matthew jumping on top was like the icing on the cake. Yeah. That was pretty good. Super athletic. Yeah, it was very athletic. Yeah. Yeah, that was a nice maneuver. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like the way Dave doesn't want to make, like, break eye contact with the snake. He kind of, he kind of, like, indicates with his head a right. little bit, like, yeah. which direction to find Mr. James, but he's, like, not uh, looking away from that snake.
3: <laughs> smart man.
1: Dad, what was another one of yours?
3: Um, one of my favorite scenes is the dorks chanting elevator lobby scene. Mm-hmm. Um and but a lot of it is that Jimmy really builds up the anticipation for what Dave is gonna do. Yeah,
1: yeah. And
3: <laughs> even knowing what it's gonna be, it actually does not take anything away from that scene. Like that right. scene is still great with them chanting and Jimmy being super excited and Dave not really knowing. Like even though we all know, having seen the episode several times, the fact that like I, I still laugh at the same parts and like I still almost forget how funny that reveal is when Dave turns mm-hmm. around at the party. Um, I I just really like that scene. It really sets up the second half of the episode.
1: I love the way Jimmy's bouncing around. Like, he cannot physically contain his excitement. (laughs) He's so excited. He's going to be wild. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. um you guys touched on a lot of the ones that i have like i said the the lisa rallying the troops was my number one i love that scene it, it but i always love like the it, the more people you can get involved in the scene the better i like <laughs> it when you get the whole cast together um the psychic reading scene was great the elevator scene was on also top of my list there um and, and then the scene where Lisa confesses that she's jealous of Dave looking better than in her dress. So those were all my scenes. I think you guys have mentioned all all the scenes that I had as, like, my top favorite scenes. Um, Tom, did you have any others that we haven't hit on yet?
2: Um, No, other than, I mean, I guess we didn't really put the Dave reveal as one of the scenes. But, like, yeah. you know, when, when Dave does reveal and, and Catherine with the... Oh, honey. You look great. <laughs> you look fabulous, I think. Yeah. It's so sincere. It's like, really It's so great. sincere. Yeah. And like, wow. Like, like everybody's very much taken aback by how good Dave yeah. looks. Yeah. For a snarky crew, there's no yeah. snark in the reaction.
1: They were expecting a lot, and he delivered. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I and and it comes across in their reactions. Yeah, and especially Joe's <laughs> over delivered Yeah, <laughs> I know a guy who would pay a lot for stuff like fun
3: that. Fun some parties.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh man, um,
1: Dad, were there some other scenes on your list?
3: Uh, I have two, so okay. uh, I have two. So uh, Bill reading the awards and the Dorothy reveal. So basically, that last scene, essentially, uh, mm-hmm. that is. Uh, You know, it's just good. I mean, again, like, we have the unfortunate joke that that they make at Matthew's expense, uh, the Mm -hmm. gayest category, which, again, is only to embarrass him. There's no need for that joke. Um, But, like, him reading the awards, him getting to have Dave the reveal, and then we get the second reveal because we don't expect that Dorothy is a costume. And when she does that reveal, like, we all kind of react the same way. So I, I really like that scene. I think it's a good way. And his face, when he sees her... You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, man. <laughs> that's, that's dismay. For sure, that's dismay. <laughs> that
1: is full dismay. Yeah, agreed. Oh,
3: okay, so I have one more.
1: <laughs> okay. And
3: I apologize because it, it comes in with a little bit of a story. Um, So it's when Dave gets hit on by the mime is the part okay. of the, that that part makes me laugh. But I was at a Halloween party dressed in my Tigger costume. Okay. Evening is winding down. Waiting for my ride to come pick me up, or the driver I think was there, just kinda of saying hello and all that. And I'm just sitting on the couch, satisfied, and had my drinks, I've had a good time. And this this guy comes and sits next to me, and he comes over and looks me right in the eyes. <laughs> I'm like, hey man. And then he puts his hand on my leg. <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh. <laughs> so I kinda chuckled a little bit. I was like You know, sorry, man, like, uh, I don't, I don't go that way. I don't do that, you know, but it was, uh, it was kind of funny. Like, I don't know, like, um, some people freak out, you know, some people Mm -hmm. really freak out. And I was just like, Oh sorry, buddy. Like, I appreciate you making the play. Just not going to happen today. So it kind of makes me think about Dave getting hit on by the mime. Like he's like, yeah, and I'm a mime (laughs) kind of made a bold move. So, uh,
2: did he say anything? Are you, are you worried about like this stirring up things in your most secretive places?
3: (laughs) not even a little bit Um, it was like like, he's kind of a cute guy but mm, sorry like
1: nothing there not gonna happen tom did you have anything else or was that no no, i think
2: that's that pretty much covered it
1: okay let's move on to quotes like i said i got a long list here um Dad, what were some other... Well, Give me one other quote off your list. Um, something either usable or just a favorite. So
3: if I didn't go with dorks, 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 which I did,
1: <laughs> I was going to go with, uh,
3: no, no, but I'll make the call to Make-A-Wish people, see if they can help out. <laughs> Dave's response to Bill when he asked me if we can get him some coffee or something. <laughs> like, that's usable and appreciated. It's just great.
1: It was a perfect line. I, I really like um Bill's face when he asks for the cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. like he's really trying a little hopeful he, he's like this is this is a test yeah. we're just gonna see and then it didn't work and he's just like, mm, yeah kind of kind of thought that was how that was gonna go. <laughs> it's all in his face though
3: <laughs> but he's so hopeful for a second yeah
1: yeah, maybe it's gonna happen.
3: <laughs> I'll call the make a wish people see if they can help out
1: <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Tom, what's another quote off your list?
2: It is the wisest man who knows there is much he does not know. Phil mm, says, no. <laughs> <laughs> "Nice,
1: nice." <laughs> That's a good one. Um, yeah, and Matthew's follow up. And why does he touch his nose like that? Like, what is that? <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like maestro if you please rum shaker or some reasonable facsimile <laughs> it's a little wordy but like yes. anytime that someone's putting on some music i love that one well see now
3: that's if tom's boss tells me to go start a party that's what i assume is opening line is going to so be walk out
1: with the middle of the dance floor
3: i be like maestro rum shaker some reasonable facsimile please <laughs> All I want to do. <laughs> no, I'm going to
2: rob base for the, for sure. Nice. You can't go wrong with Rob
3: base. I mean, he's no rum shaker, but you know, can't go wrong about Rob
1: base. Bad. give me another quote. I'm sure you've got more.
3: <laughs> um, school sucks. <laughs> like,
1: like the
3: perfect response to he thinks you're too cool for school. School sucks.
4: <laughs> like.
3: like I'm <laughs> just like wow He just literally Literally just like nope just go lean right into it Yep I
1: agree
3: 100% with that assessment it just...
1: School sucks And also way to miss the point <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And again he
3: says it without hesitation Just like that's his reaction Oh you're talking about school? School sucks
1: It's like a knee jerk reaction He hears yeah. the word school and he's like school sucks
3: <laughs> That's exactly how it came off And I loved it I loved it <laughs>
1: all right uh tom what's another quote on your list
2: uh jimmy says this to dave like right outside the elevators but um i don't know what happened there but good job and i like and, like there's no laugh on the like the, like the none of the audience laughs or anything but i always find it like freaking great i love the delivery
3: yeah, i have no idea what that was about but good job yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like a little kudos to you I yeah. don't understand what's yeah, happening, well, yeah. but it seemed, seemed positive. It, it totally
3: works. It's like, what would you say to a whole elevator of people going dorks, 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 dorks? He just gives a thumbs up, alright. like, Dave, I don't know what that was about, but nice job. man. whatever you're doing is working.
1: That's a good point. I didn't really think much about that line cause, probably because it doesn't get the audience reaction but yeah, the, yeah now that you mentioned it, that's a really great line. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I really like the line, jealous, <laughs> from yeah. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the line reading. I mean, obviously, like, the, the fact that he's pointing out that she's jealous of something ridiculous is funny. But it's the way he says it is what makes the line funny. But it sounds a little Max it does Well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. definitely a John
2: Lovitz <laughs> special. It's just jealous. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Bad, you got another quote?
3: Um, yeah, yeah. really, really old
1: because yes. <laughs> I love it too. Because he
3: tries to be cool, like, how old is she? A gentleman that's we Take a guess, really, really, really old. old
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> again, the reading is what, is what makes it for the most part, but just great and timing, he... great tone. Like, a...
1: and he's kind of mad about it too, really, really <laughs> old. He he
3: should be mad about it, too.
1: He was up there getting busy with his woman.
3: (laughs) And by getting busy, I mean on the dance floor. That's
0: right.
1: (laughs) Um, Tom, what's another quote for you? Uh,
2: We mentioned it before, but, oh, honey, you look fabulous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was really great. And just the way she's, like, so Uh, taking him all in and appreciating it. Like, yeah. Everybody's head-to-toeing
2: him, you know like the kind of thing that could get canceled nowadays but
1: yes yeah
2: <laughs>
1: no one's canceling Catherine. Duke no now. no no just the, the, <laughs> never the, the, never the, you know, you
2: can't do that obvious up and down <laughs> not <line>. now no
1: <laughs>
4: like, <laughs> now, right,
2: you gotta be much more subtle
1: yeah um i really like beth's line it was cool <laughs> yeah yeah I think that's usable too. Anytime someone asks you what was that like, you know, cuz you yeah. know, people want to know how your experience was with something. Of course, because I like reactions that or lines that don't make any sense. I like it better if it's something that wasn't cool. <laughs> like, oh, you got your first mammogram. How was that? It was cool. <laughs> it wasn't. It really wasn't. But that's what I'm going to so say. Confused.
4: I would
3: be like, what? I would be so confused. You would get the reaction you wanted the entire time.
2: Oh, you got your prescription what from the pharmacy? How, how did that go? It was cool.
3: Why are you talking like a creep?
1: <laughs> I guess maybe you have to be Vicky Lewis right. to pull that one mm. off.
3: Oh, that's a good one, though.
1: Dad, you got some more?
3: Uh, my last one is, <laughs> well, an open bar really rekindles that childlike enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. I was debating to see if I could pull that off as a real life type of thing. And I'm like, I, I don't. Like, maybe if I was in my 20s, that would be so true that it would, uh, I'd use it all the time. But even now with an open bar, people tend to behave themselves rather boring, if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nice to know you're disappointed. An <laughs> open
3: bar used to stand for something, Lauren.
1: It's lost all meaning now.
3: If there's nobody passed out, ass up in the bushes, was it even really a party?
2: <laughs> we'll see at that party, somebody could be passed up, passed out, ass up, in the bush guy.
4: <laughs> in the bush guy!
3: In which case, I'd be like, oh, good for them. And I would be it hoping. Like, I would appreciate it, yeah. So maybe the bush guy, maybe I was a little harsh on the bush guy. (laughs) Exactly. You got to go down
2: like 60 floors to get to a a real bush.
1: (laughs) Mm. you're like, that's the point of the bush costume. Now I get it. (laughs) It's it's
3: still weird for an office party. Ah.
1: Still a little weird. Yeah. Tom, you got any more?
2: Uh, No, I think we covered those.
1: Okay. I've got two more. Um, Neither one is very usable, but I just really like them. Um, one is, the tape's called Authentic Alien Autopsy Bloopers. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about.
3: <laughs> he is, the, his scene is so good right there. Him just it's like the conviction with in. the finger pointing. He's he is is kind of pushing it out anyway.
2: Trying so <laughs> yeah. hard not to break there. He's, yeah. he's just about to oh. crack up. That's oh, why he's yeah. got to wait. And,
1: you know that was... You know that was the best hit. Yeah, right? exactly. How many right. times do you right. think they shot it? I was
3: actually impressed that Andy Dick next to him doesn't break at all. Like, right. There's no hint of anything. <laughs> yeah. He plays it so straight. and I was like, I don't know. I would be cracking up if I was right next to him when he was like, ah. <laughs> First of all.
1: Yeah, you figure everyone across the table has the advantage that they know they're not in the shot when he's right. speaking. Yeah. So they, they can like break a little and, and have time yeah. to compose themselves. <laughs> the <laughs> the Phil
3: Harman's probably trying to make him break in that scene, actually. Probably. Like,
1: <laughs> Uh, my last one um, is don't be ridiculous. My grandmother is dead.
3: Again, yeah. <laughs> so, talk about missing the point. <laughs> really, really old.
1: <laughs> Just so, so great. Really, really great line reading. Hilarious joke. And yeah, he totally missed the point. <laughs> That's why tonight we dance. <laughs> All right. Before we move on to the next category, we're going to learn some fun facts about things mentioned in this episode in a segment we call Half Truths and Gorilla Dust with Tom.
2: Thank you, Lauren. Um, In this episode, we got a couple things that we touched on. Um, uh, The scary, the spooky Hokey Pokey comes up. The Hokey Pokey was a dance that originated in the 1940s in the UK, um, where it was called the Hokey Cokie. Uh, It involves putting different parts of different sides of your body into the middle of the circle and then shaking them all about, if you don't know the hokey pokey for our younger listeners. Um, Did you guys ever do the hokey pokey at a wedding? Or or a, or a like a school dance or anything like that when you were little? Oh, for,
1: for sure, like school okay. dances and stuff. Right. I don't know if I ever did it at a wedding. I think by the time I was attending weddings, it was like the Macarena. Right, okay. And chicken and dance. Chicken side. dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken, chicken dance.
2: dance. Yeah. Hokey Pokey yeah.
3: was out, chicken dance was in. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. I hit it like... I had a bunch of older cousins and stuff. Like, I was, mm. like, the youngest among the grandchildren. So, like, when I was little, we went to a lot of weddings because, like, they were 15, 20 years older than us. So, um, I can remember mm-hmm. doing, like, the Alley Cat and the Hokey Pokey at those. <laughs> the <alley> then that <laughs> uh, got phased out more in favor of the chicken dance and other things.
3: I learned the alley cat in uh, elementary school. That was one of our gym classes was like learning the alley cat. Yeah, that's some old stuff. (laughs) 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 And and just for the record, I've never done the hokey cokey. Not even in college. (laughs) No, no, not at all.
2: (laughs) Not that that they can pin on you. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, Dave mentions Ninth Avenue, um, which is straight in New York. um, And it's notable because uh, Ninth Avenue was the basis for all the street scenes in Seinfeld. And of course, um, this season of of news radio does have a connection to Seinfeld because the director, Tom Sharonis did five seasons of Seinfeld um, and also directed the, the bulk of news radio, but also Jerry Seinfeld himself would appear in a later episode this season. Um, do you guys happen to know what the phrase don't hate me because I'm beautiful is from? Do you know what, what product that was used to hawk? It was in, like in mm-hmm. the late 80s. But do you happen I'm giving
3: to... Lauren the first shot. Alright. Uh
2: I,
1: I want to say like a like a makeup or cosmetic product. It
3: was definitely makeup. That was what I thought. I'm thinking, uh, it, no, it's not, I'm it, thinking it, cover girl, right? It is, it is not a beautiful cover girl?
2: That's easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. I think, right? But no, yeah, don't yeah. don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Was for a shampoo. It was Pantene Champagne. shampoo. Yes, and oh. specifically there was a uh, model that they used, uh, who was also an actress in, and it was in a couple movies. Kelly LeBrock, if you recall, oh, Kelly yeah. LeBrock was.
0: Mm. Now
2: Kelly LeBrock was in Weird Science. Um, also appearing in Weird Science was Wallace Langham, who played Stuart and Jeff, the sports guy. And Mm -hmm. uh, noted author David Lee Roth, who wrote Crazy from the Heat, was also (laughs) appeared in that movie. Um, she, She was also in a movie that was mentioned by name on news radio with her husband, who was also mentioned by name on news radio, That fat fraud, Steven Seagal, who was a disgrace to the martial
4: arts. (laughs) They both appeared
2: in the movie Hard to Kill, which um, in the song remains the same. um, Beth finds a ticket stub of Brian, quote unquote, Brian, (laughs) where he had gone to see this movie Hard to Kill, which Kelly LeBrock, who was the spokesperson for the Don't Hate Me Because I'm Beautiful campaign for Pantene. So there you go. Um, That is... Your half truths and gorilla dust for today.
1: Wow. Right. Excellent. Thank you, Tom. Right. That was, that was some really great half truths and especially that gorilla dust. <laughs> really enjoyed that this uh, week. I'm, yeah, I got a
2: good gorilla <laughs> dust guy.
1: <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we're going to move on to our favorite gags. Um, I got to say, your your guys' gags that you uh, called out in part A were much better than anything on my list. So I'm excited to see what else you have. Um, Tom, what other gags or bits did you like from this episode?
2: Uh, well, you know, I, I know um, that kind of covered it, but like just Lisa's dismay at Dave. Like, it, it didn't really run for that long. That's why I didn't use it in in the first part. But, like, just her dismay at the dress being worn by Dave and just how that affected her for that period of time. I thought that was... Well, I, I, she was crazy all episode.
3: And again, she starts off by being like, oh, my head, oh, my hat, like, oh, I can't... Oh, she's crazy, Dave. <laughs> <babe>. I know. <laughs> I
1: hate what I'm wearing now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, These pants make my legs look short and stumpy. <laughs> yeah.
3: Like, it's kind of crazy that she gets everybody to go to the party. Like, they really seem like they don't care. She's the only one that seems like she cares, and she gets in the ghost, throws Dave under the bus. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like she was acting crazy pretty much all episode until they kind of hashed it out in the office when she realized that Dave had a bigger problem than she did. That's when she <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah,
1: she's that showed she is a very logical person. Like she's having a very illogical type of anxiety. Yeah. and then he throws some logic at her. And that did it. She was like, oh yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, what was another gag or bit that you liked from this episode?
3: Um, All right. So I'm just going to step right in again. Uh, It's just, it's Matthew. And it's the fact like the real joke is that he doesn't understand that his costumes are interpreted as gay uh with the village people connection that at that time was really strong a lot of episodes like i remember they made an appearance and married to children like they they were just kind of like a very popular uh 90s celebrity cameo type of uh type of group um so the fact is like the fact that he doesn't realize that him dressing up as a biker will cause joe to be like gay biker like, right. that, and then again, when he repeats, we dresses up like a construction worker, like, like imagine, like, Bill or Joe is telling them to dress up like the village people, um, <laughs> but it, it, it becomes funny because he's so clueless, like, that's what we're laughing at, the fact that he doesn't understand that, but um, I really did think that they use it, again, very touchy subject, very hard to make sure you're laughing at the right thing. At the end of the episode, absolutely no reason to kind of, you know, pretend to pull him up on stage for the costume award. Yeah. You know, but this, I think, it's really laughing at Matthew's, uh, just just his his lack of awareness uh, and not not his sexuality or anything like that. But I do laugh through the episode at all these parts.
1: Yeah, the joke is that Matthew is naive. Mm-hmm. Right. Not that... Um you know they the, the joke is not that they're making fun of his sexuality right. just the, the fact that he doesn't have any idea how he's being perceived right. that right. is the joke yeah um okay i really liked the the ga- like i'm gonna tell you right now all, <laughs> all of your gags are much better than mine i liked the just the, the general gag of the mind that won't shut up like, yeah he good. he is just constantly yeah. like I'm off the clock man like where it, and how he comes in and you think he's not going to talk cuz he just like waves yeah, right yeah. and uh and and everyone's like trying to like help him out because they think like oh he can't talk right <laughs> and, and then he's like can I get some coffee you know and then he's just like the loud mouth of the bunch um. Yeah, I just thought that was a really funny gag. Well, you, they could have had any sort of entertainers, but they picked a mime who wouldn't shut up. You you have to
3: also give Jimmy the. You got to lump in the Jimmy doing the miming, pantomiming to the mime, which I he's like he's pretty good. Okay. So yeah, I, I would lock that yeah. in together. I think that's all. You know, part of the same
1: thing. Yeah. And, well, and the, I guess, yeah, you, you could put it together because the fact that the mime claims to not understand anything <laughs> right, Jimmy's talking about, he's not even willing to play along for right. a second for the guy who's trying to hire him for his services. <laughs> he's like, sure. I don't know what you're talking about. I got a meeting in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Can we hurry this up?
3: <laughs> right. And then they double down with the mime, wouldn't shut up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Isn't there some mime authority I can report him to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i liked all the mime stuff and and of course then we get that great line of i'm a guy yeah well i'm a mime because <laughs> obviously to the mean? mime that doesn't mean anything yeah, what does mean? <laughs> right i
2: think like it's confidence but
1: yeah. Funny. um tom do you have any more gags or bits uh no
2: i don't think we covered them
1: Dad, got anything else
3: um, I know we, we talked about Dave running across the office in the heels, uh, mm-hmm. and I just like Joe got two alien autopsy jokes in, in the same episode, so <laughs> I really like that. He was my runner-up, if we got to it. Joe's my runner-up.
1: Okay. Up. I, I liked how um his costume was automatically perceived as alien autopsy <laughs> yes, coroner. Yeah. You know, on anybody else that is generic doctor, right. generic mm-hmm. doctor costume, but everyone knows it's Joe, so obviously alien autopsy corner. I thought that was pretty funny. I think that's what
3: the jeans and the A-shirt symbolize. Like, like, oh, he's not a regular doctor. He's, he's an alien doctor. A-shirt, alien. Not a coincidence. <laughs>
1: Um, the only other one we didn't already talk about that I had was just um, Dave trying to carry on with his timesheet discussion after <laughs> yeah. Jimmy drops the bomb that no one is invited to the Halloween party. Like, what is the most boring thing that I could try to force my staff to talk about while they're totally distracted by this thing that is not work-related at all? <laughs> yeah. And the way he can't even carry it on himself. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> I'll
3: go talk to him. Master Manipulation by Jimmy James.
1: Yep. <laughs> Master. He called it. All right. Now let's talk about favorite aspects or background catches. So, Thad, was there anything else you you caught, little touches or little background catches you wanted to point out?
3: Alright, so the big one is going to be the worker. Uh, We're in the lobby scene. The dorks, 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 and the uh, doors close and Dave comes out to talk to Mr. James. And in the background, we have uh, an office worker. Guy walks up to the vending machine. And then we flash into Jimmy James this and we go back and the guy got ripped off by the vending machine. Kind of gives up and then walks into the office. He doesn't like make a big scene, but he gives kind of a dismissive wave like he's done and he walks into the office.
1: So I like, did not get that. So that. Full, <laughs> like
3: it's a whole thing. Like in that lobby scene, like they're just talking. He walks up to the machine, da da da. Like we cut back to it, cut away from it, cut back to it, and then he just like kind of gives up and goes into the office. Like
1: i was <clears> just
3: like wow, that I'm like that's pretty good extra work right there.
1: I usually try to clock the people at the vending machine because I'm always so interested because they're usually doing something. Yeah, They've got some business back there, you know, that's usually interesting stuff happening. And I saw him walk up, but then I must have got too distracted by Jimmy bouncing <laughs> around and being all yeah. excited. <laughs> so I didn't yeah. I didn't continue to watch that guy. Oh, man, I'm going to have to watch again and uh, watch that excellent performance. That sounds like he did a great job. I was really impressed. <laughs> I was
3: like, I like this guy. Like, all right that's what I would have done nice. if the vending machine ripped me off.
1: <laughs> You're not going to shake the thing oh. coming on it, try to stick your hand up in there. Not on camera, I'm not. <laughs> All right, Tom, uh, you got another uh, favorite aspect or background catch? Uh,
2: I liked in the, the party scenes, the, um, the blinking lights that they had like uh, kind of, they had some that were meant to, simulate like candles and then they also had some that were like flashing more to simulate like lightning um particularly Mm. when bill's doing the announcing of the um the awards like you could see that but then in other in other shots you could see these blinking lights that were supposed to be like candles flickering and i thought that was like good um you know like it looked like jimmy was really going for it with the way that they had the setup of of the party space um to make it like a spooky kind of space.
1: It made for good atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't just like put up a bunch of Halloween type props right. and call it a right. day, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Cause, Cause Jimmy's got the money and if he really goes all out for this thing, you want it to look like he went all out. Right. And he had a, yeah, he had I like agree. a big they mummy a and,
2: and a, like a Dracula kind of, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, We talked a little bit about Dave running in heels. Um, which I thought Great. was a really nice. It, it was fantastic, but I especially like the way he looks over his shoulder at the <laughs> elevator to make sure the doors have closed before <laughs> he does his little run. Because, like you know, that's right when um, Bill and Catherine and Beth right. are like doing their tonight we dance, mm. and they're charging out. Mm-hmm. They're going back to the party, and he's just making sure that doors closed before he does his little <laughs> prance across the bullpen. There's an extra back there who clocks him though, which makes it even funnier. Yeah, <laughs> I think like, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was great. Um, Thad, got any other background catches, nice details?
3: Um uh Joe telegraphs getting ready to push away from the table in the scene where the snake
1: like yeah. you see him yeah.
3: start to lean, you see his hands come up, he starts to lean a little bit, mm-hmm. kinda gives it away. Like because we're focused on Matthew right right next to him, it's really evident. Um,
1: and you can see everyone else has the same job, right? They all have to jump back as soon as we we get the line of of Matthew saying like, "I mean it, stop tickling me." Yeah, that's the cue, yep. right? Everyone has the same <laughs> cue. It's like it's like a it's like three lines before Joe has braced himself against the table and starts to like stiffen yeah Yeah. I'm like come on dude
3: (laughs) it's one of his biggest like there's a couple times he does in a series that's one of the big ones and it's right up front he's like you're right there man so
1: the other one which I think you pointed out was in Led Zeppelin too we've seen that one already there's probably more coming but that's the one where um, he's given his speech about the cameras being installed in the building (laughs) you ever heard of 1984 (laughs) heard of it (laughs) Yeah, that was the same thing. Like, Dave has not even announced the cameras yet. Yeah, and he's you can already in the see chair, him. He's yeah. got his—he's scooting the chair back. He's got his hands on the the arms of the chair, ready to pounce up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Um. So one thing I noticed is there's um there's a random Halloween decoration hanging outside Dave's office window, right behind Joe at the the conference table scene the the one with the alien autopsy blooper blooper video scene right um it's like a spooky little head with crazy hair and for one i think it's funny because it shows a bare minimum effort to dress the set for the halloween (laughs) episode like obviously the party's taking place on a different floor right Right. um but like most offices like a holiday is coming around you put out some little decorations this was like I noticed like possibly two Halloween-related decorations in the whole bullpen. And this was one spooky little head hanging out um, Dave's Dave's window. Um, but this one in particular is funny huh. to me because I did a sketch of that scene um, to submit to the, this uh, news radio fan art comic that Jason Klom is hoping to put together. And the screenshot I chose Uh, just happen to have that decoration behind Joe Hmm. and um, it it makes it look like Joe has something crazy going on with his hair and I think that sort of translated into my sketch so that's like if this um, comic ever gets put together that's going to be immortalized forever this spooky little head as part of (laughs) Joe's hair. (laughs) Who do you think put it there? I I don't think it was Dave. Right. right? Like Like, like it's in front. And the only other um, decoration I noticed was like, it looked like a a cardboard cutout of like a black cat arching its back. Yeah. And it was taped to, I think Beth's monitor or maybe the desk next to Beth's. I'm not sure, but um, pretty much would have prevented her from doing any work (laughs) the way it was on her monitor. So I'm assuming probably Beth. So maybe Beth put that outside Dave's window also it wasn't hung very high so for Beth's mm, height that maybe sense, that right. makes sense that might track seems right. like something that might be in her job description but anyway <laughs> i thought i thought the spooky little head was a nice little touch she wouldn't be
3: the reason that she did it <laughs> the job description
1: <laughs> no <laughs> um thad did you have some more
3: um yeah i've got two more and they're kind of similar they're about uh people kind of working during the meetings Um, so, so I guess the the first one is Catherine is the only one doing work at the table while Dave and Lisa talk to Jimmy about getting them into the party. You know, like, I Mm -hmm. think Bill's got like a crossword and Matthew's got like a crossword or something Mm -hmm. like that. Joe is literally just sitting there and like Catherine has got her head down. It seems like she's working on some papers, you know, only looks up to deliver the zingers. You know, oh, (laughs) I suppose that tape of alien autopsies you have is real. (laughs) Um, yeah, it just kind of looks up that way. And, um, and then the one after that is kind of similar is that when they're in the break room and Lisa's trying to convince them to go to the party and uh, Matthew goes, everybody here sat at the cool table. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Dave and Bill are so occupied with what they're doing. They don't answer. So i I'm like, none uh, of us are going to believe that Matt, that, uh, Dave sat at the cool table. No, you know? So it was kind of smart. It's like, they kept them busy. Give them a reason to keep them busy so that they kind of were out of that cool conversation and then jump them back in. So, yeah.
1: Oh, Oh, that's a nice touch. Yeah, because I I had the the same sort of, like, a question of, like, did they really... No, Dave was sitting with his acapella buddies, right? But I hadn't really noticed that, like, he's so busy with his clipboard that he probably wasn't even paying attention to the question. Like,
3: they made the point of him being, like... What, what? Ah, he only looks up is. when he
1: hears his name. Right. And then you're right. And then we get Bill, Bill afterwards is, being Bill like, Bill is doing terminal. a crossword or something. Yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't paying attention because he's so preoccupied with his imminent death.
3: Because right. <laughs> I'm like, again, from from your own research, I'm like, I don't think Bill sat at the cool table. Like, that doesn't seem like he said yes
1: either. <laughs> he might have convinced himself he did, though. You never no, know what that guy That is true. <laughs> good times, good times. <laughs> Um, I just had one more. Um, just uh, It was another one at the conference table scene. Um, there were a few beverages on the table. One looks like a can of soda. One looks like a bottle of sparkling, sparkling water. And one looks like a juice box, like a little kid's juice mm. box. Now, if it were positioned in front of Matthew, I probably wouldn't have noticed or questioned it, but it's sort of in between Lisa and Catherine, and I really doubt either one of them is drinking juice out of a juice box. So it just made, me, made it stand out to me. I found it kind of an odd choice to have that placed on the table. Hmm. Yeah. I thought that was kind of yeah. funny.
4: Does
3: Catherine have the the water? There's like a green Perrier bottle. There's a soda can, like.
1: That's a, the Perrier bottle is a little closer to Lisa's side. Yeah, but oh, she yeah, never. Yeah, okay. She never. I don't know if she ever touches it or anything.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I associate I, it as like sure. closest to her. So I'm like, oh, it's got yeah. I nice. was like, the yeah. soda makes sense for Joe. <laughs> so I think that's probably where my <laughs> logic slapped.
1: <laughs> but the juice box is like, yeah, halfway between Catherine and Lisa, and I'm like. Whose juice box is this? And the straw is pointed in their direction too, so it's not like—I mean, Matthew's got long arms; he might have reached more towards the center of the table and set his juice box down, but the straw is pointed the wrong way. Kind of odd. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) That actually bothers me for some reason. I'm like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) who decided on this prop? Um, any other adequate touches? None for me. That's it. Okay, let's move on to Enigma, Smothered in Secret Sauce. What questions do we have here? Tom, any other questions we haven't discussed? No, not
2: really. I didn't really have any. Uh, I just had kind of like the one. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really have any, any more.
1: Okay. Thad, do you have any other questions?
3: Um, I have a couple. Uh, okay. And I'm going to start with uh, Jimmy James calls about getting a chimpanzee to maybe wrestle a snake. <laughs> but he starts off, he's like, no, nah, a standard chimpanzee. And I'm like, what is a non-standard chimpanzee? Like, <laughs> I don't know the difference in terms of animal rentals of what that would entail. Like, if he's going to wrestle a snake, would I want like a, a super chimpanzee? Like, would I want to go up a level? <laughs> I don't know.
2: Clearly I haven't like, seen the know. zoo's uh, chimpanzee tiers.
3: <laughs> I didn't know what he had to choose from I didn't know what he had to choose from There's a whole
1: chimpanzee rate sheet <laughs> yeah. But
2: it's like the free
3: standard chimpanzee Just like caught me I was just like hmm? I don't know
1: That is kind of odd isn't it Yeah <laughs> I hadn't really thought about that Now I'm going to think about it Thanks <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're welcome Wait to hear the next question <laughs>
1: Um, I want to know, is Beth really the coolest person in the office? Like, everyone sort of immediately and unanimously agrees when Lisa asks the question. And I guess it depends on your definition of cool. Like, that could be subjective. And I think it goes without saying like there are certain p- people who are definitely not the coolest person in the office. right? It's definitely not Matthew. Right. Uh, it's definitely not Dave. I don't think we're looking at Bill or Lisa, but I think you could probably make an argument for almost everybody else, depending on your definition of cool. Hmm. So, so that's the question. Is Beth really the coolest person in the office? I
2: think the, uh, the social network uh, answered this for us. You know what's cool? A billion dollars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the
3: answer is Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Enigma demystified.
3: Like, you know, we're about to start our own little, uh, like, cute versus pretty. (laughs) Lauren's got a whole sheet. She's like, well, there's cool, and then there's okay, and then there's...
1: (laughs) There's cool, and then there's awesome, and then there's dope. (laughs) What do you call somebody who does this? Well, they're dope. What do you call somebody who does that?
3: Well, they're awesome. (laughs) But you don't want to dilute the term cool.
2: Cool with the big nose. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh man all right Dad. Um, hit me with another question that's going to keep me up at night okay Um, (laughs) did this year's
3: party suck there's no helicopter rides I'm not sure about the buffet if it was lavish or not it's inside the same building as work but there is a snake handler a juggler and a mime and a psychic So it doesn't seem like they went as hard as they went the year before, but is this a good party?
1: Hmm. I mean, the thing they got the most excited about was the open bar, and that does seem to be rolling. Yeah, I I, had no
3: doubt that was still in effect.
1: That buffet didn't look that great to me, but maybe there was more to it that we didn't see. Not very lavish. Not very <laughs> didn't lavish. Didn't look that lavish to me. And yeah, I didn't hear anything about any helicopter rides. How come? I'm assuming this is the, the station's like traffic helicopter, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> given the helicopter rides. Probably. And Dave's always on Jimmy about the helicopter fuel budget. <laughs> always. Is this the pro- the source of the problem? <laughs> He's giving away hungry. free helicopters. <laughs> <hungry>.
2: That's really <laughs> the problem. <laughs> Litchfield, Connecticut. This
3: is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, you know, it's was like was last year's party so big that they had to scale it back, put it in the same building, like mm. cut back with a bunch of stuff. But like, is this a good party? I think I kind of think like by the end when Dave and Lisa start doing the hokey pokey, I think that's to me where I'm like, all right, this is a good party. But before <laughs> that part, I'm like, ah, just kind of an average party, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, it seemed pretty basic corporate yeah. shindig. Yeah hmm all right i want to know did the mime steal a coffee cup oh he walks in and he asks can i get a cup of coffee he pours some into a mug he obviously hadn't brought a mug with him like he he comes in empty-handed right when he walks out he's got the mug in his hand you don't see him like pause or even slow down it looks like he just walks straight out of the office with his coffee mug so is the mime a mug thief
3: that i think he is a mug thief i mean he's got such (laughs) low character look at him the entire episode low character i'm a mime thinks he's so smart (laughs) thinks he's so mimey
2: although nothing leads us to believe he actually is mimey is this guy actually a mime is the question is the real question he never mimes anything he's just talking the whole time
1: yeah. The, the best we see him do is that little wave when he shows right. up yeah. and literally anyone can do that.
2: I think this is a friend That's of the real question. This is a friend of Joe's and Joe and him have killed the the actual mime and he's taking the he's taking the money.
3: <laughs> I like I can't really I can't really dispute that. <laughs> you know, like I'm I'm looking for holes. <laughs> I mean, we got to do some investigating. Like
1: that oh that's a good question um all right my only other question was um is this an enigma answered okay so is bill 46 years old here so okay so that would mean he was born in 1950 so he the psychic, he says the psychic told him he'll die one week after his 82nd birthday, which would make his birthday March 1st, 1950. In the breakup, Catherine says his birth certificate shows his birthday is June 19th. So who knows what's real? I mean, this guy could just be, lies just come out of his mouth like air. Like yeah. he doesn't, maybe he doesn't even know what's real. But if we're to believe that this part is true, have we de-enigmaed his birth year because that was one of my questions i had been trying to answer was right, how right. old is bill yeah. um so if that's the case then in 1996 he was 46 or is it all lies
3: <laughs> well hold on he, he's wait yeah he's gonna die at 82
1: mm-hmm.
4: and,
3: and Dave will be 1932 says, yeah, what, you have 36 years left
4: right mm-hmm. okay
2: yeah Sorry, yes. math. I, I th- yeah, I Do, think it's some I think math. it is 1950. Like... I think we got to go with that.
1: All right. Well, hey, look at that. It's all the mystery. <laughs> Case
3: closed.
4: <laughs>
3: Enigma answer. de D secret sauce. <laughs> Unsmothered. <laughs> Sorry.
4: Sorry.
3: Sorry.
1: It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, all right, then. Did you have any other enigmas? All right,
3: I got two more. Um, okay. One's a silly one, but one is kind of one is kind of a question. Uh, when Bill tells the DJ to play Rump Shaker or some reasonable effects is it a real DJ? I mean, you figure because of Jimmy James, there's probably a real DJ, and the music mm-hmm. does change right away, but like, doesn't have an office party with a DJ type of vibe. Is it just some guy that got... Paid to stand by the the stereo and switch out discs every half hour? Because like,
1: if you had a DJ, wouldn't that be the person um, reading the the cost, costume contest? That was Where? He what was that? Like, like, why was that Bill? Bill wasn't even originally invited.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <Which laughs> How just did he
1: get that gig? <laughs>
3: adds another layer to the Jimmy James mastermind theory. <laughs> How are you going to have Ugh. a guy who's not even invited be the MC? You will see. <laughs> 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 they make pens <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right that's a good question good question you have one more
3: um yes and this one is a little bit like yeah um lisa rolls right in dave's like i'll go handle this and she rolls right in and basically tries to take over and even tells him like dave i'll handle this does lisa openly defy dave's authority because they're dating because I mean, like, again, she again, she throws him under the bus in the break room. You know, and that's one thing where, like, you definitely because you're dating, this is why you're gonna get away with that move. But like, she she ignores him constantly through the series when he tells her to do stuff. She just does whatever she wants. Is she getting away with it because they're dating? Is there some other explanation of why he would kind of allow that to happen? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a yeah. fun question, but like.
1: I'm trying to think of times when she's defied him when they've been split up and, and trying to think, does he react differently? Does he react more strongly? And it's hard because like they get together and then right, they break yeah, up and then they get together. Like... Yeah, it's, and, and we're not going through an order, so it's hard to say, but that's something I want. I kind of want to watch for now. That's an interesting question.
3: Yeah, you know, like like again, when Bill does it, it's completely different. But it seemed mm-hmm. like he's like, hey, stay here. And she walks up right to Mr. James and says, hey, I'll handle this. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's <laughs> the news director here? <laughs> I don't
1: know. No, I'm really asking. I lose track of you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's it. That's all we right. got.
1: No, it's, it's a good question. I like it. All right. Now we're going to go to a segment we call a time capsule from the internaut. <laughs> So, around the time this episode aired, there was a post about how to get tickets to see a live taping of the show. It included some details of the tapings that I found interesting, so I thought I'd share. The shows were taped Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. You had to be at least 16 to attend. Tapings lasted three to four hours. Tickets were free, but had to be reserved in advance. And after you made your reservations, your tickets and a map to the studio would be faxed to you. <laughs> That was my favorite yeah. part. <laughs> nice. Wow.
2: Flower of 1980s technology.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, this week, Andy Dick was a guest on the pilot of a live internet call in show. The show was called Radio on Cabaret. And the other two guests on the pilot were Scott Thompson and Dana Gould. The show, which was hosted by Beth. Lapides is still around today, although now it's just called Uncabaret, and it's in its twenty-sixth year. Yeah. So Ooh, wow. he was on the pilot. Wow. Started off with Andy Dick, and still <laughs> <took> him today. <laughs> true survivor,
3: a true survivor.
1: This episode aired right around Halloween, and someone named Tassane came to the Usenet forum to declare, "Mr. James is death." They went on to clarify. That they had just seen a night court rerun of a Halloween episode where Steven Root was a guest star. Um, He played a defendant pulled in on minor charges, but who claimed to be the angel of death. (laughs) And the judge held him in contempt. And, uh, you know, put them in, in lockup. But then the judge feels uncertain because reports start coming in of people miraculously surviving fatal accidents all over the city. Oh. Talk about the spooky hokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> they always had interesting episodes for those, too.
1: Yeah. Like,
3: those are always the, interesting episodes. Huh?
1: Like the themed kind of holiday episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, this has been a Time Capsule from the Internaut. Okay, so now we're going to have a little general cast discussion. Um, I just want to say I really enjoyed the performance of the psychic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We get a ton of extras in this one, but um, I like how she wasn't all like, woo woo and wearing scarves <laughs> yeah, and crystals yeah, yeah. and using some ethereal voice or anything. She was just very like matter of fact, like she's going to order a sandwich from the deli and then she's going to tell you when you're going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought she was so great. And um yeah, she was a great pick and she had a great performance. I really enjoyed her. Um what were your thoughts on her and or any of the other extras in the episode?
2: Um well, she was she was great. Like she was a uh, very business Like you said, um, New York, like through and through, like she's not going to take anybody's crap, Um, you know, like finally, like, you know, when Bill's bothering her, she's like, "Okay, I got you here. Here's what here's what the deal is. So, yeah. Yeah, she was great.
3: Yeah, I I enjoyed it as well. I thought um, I think when she's so proud of herself for predicting Bill's death, (laughs) I think that's like when she wins me over. Like she's like, yeah, yeah, that was not for specific. You know? I'm just like, yeah, yeah, all
1: right. She kind of like slaps his hand too. Yeah, like, hey, teamwork. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, and then again, like you know, he, she's trying to be really nice to get rid of him at the actual party, and he's just not mm-hmm. getting it. Um, yeah. and so she very smartly turns <laughs> and decides to get rid of him. <laughs> like, nope, I forgot you're gonna live almost forever. All right, I'm busy. Um, yeah, I again, like. She she was believable without being hokey, like you were saying. Uh, yeah. And once once I thought she was having fun, I was kind of like, all right, well, I'm having fun too. Like she's in that. Life.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was a great performance, great choice they made there. Um, Tom, any other cast performances you wanted to call out or discuss?
2: Um, Joe Fury as the mime was was pretty funny. You know, his just general lack yeah. of like he really just doesn't give a crap like yeah i'm off the clock and i have no idea what you're trying to say even though it's pretty obvious if you're a mime what jimmy's trying to like <laughs> reference um and then all the way up to hitting on dave so yeah i thought joe fury was really funny
1: yeah i thought that was a good performance as well bad thoughts on our our favorite mime
3: (laughs) (laughs) no my plate's quite full thank you (laughs) no i I think what i've said before i don't think i have anything new to say but like again it was yeah he he played a great role you know like it was it was fun having the mime character in there
1: yeah yeah obviously we all enjoyed it because we we brought up many of his lines already (laughs) and and a lot of notes about his performance yeah i thought he was really great um I mean, once again, I think we have great Catherine reactions here. Mm-hmm. Thad, do you want to say anything about that?
3: Uh, like I mentioned before, in the elevator, when they when the doors open up and they're still there on the same floor chanting. Mm-hmm. When, when Dave's like, you got to hit a button, Catherine looks so shy. Like, it's almost like the, <laughs> the least Catherine that I've seen her because she's always so confident. And so, you know, like there's, there's always this element, but she does such a great job of acting shy that I almost start watching her instead of watching Beth on the other side before she gets the button sometimes. like mm.
1: mm-hmm. So that's,
3: that's my uh, wonderful Catherine reaction. And we already talked about the reaction to Dave, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. I liked uh, a little earlier on in the episode when, um, you know, Lisa's talking about, you know, an open bar really rekindles that childlike enthusiasm. Catherine's sitting next to her and she really has this like childlike (laughs) grin on her face. Like she looks like a little girl, just like so happy, just joyous. It was it was really great. Um, And then follow that up immediately with um, her joyous reaction to finding out, Bill is not invited to the party. <laughs> like she's just now, she's like overjoyed, yeah. and then right after that, oh, and you're not invited either, and her face just falls no. and like her shoulders slump, and and then she just like sits there with this dead stare. <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole scene was great. <laughs> so much
3: enjoyment out of bad things happening to Bill. <laughs> <just> <laughs> I love it. She was so happy when you got shut down. <laughs>
1: Um, any other cast performances either of you wanted to talk about?
3: I got Joe. I just wanted to mention Joe um, again. He was actually my runner-up because he had again just solid lines. And then I go back and watch. I was like, well, really, he has two good scenes <laughs> because a lot <laughs> of it's really at that table, or um, you know, just just in general, he really doesn't say a lot, you know, going down the stretch. But he's smoking a cigar at the end. Yes, and I'm yeah. just like, he's smoking inside again. So we get the, again, gay biker line. We get the sucks to be you line that he gives to Bill. Um he, he just, the alien autopsy back and forth with Again, like kind of like a great scene because it's all built in together. Um mm-hmm. But again, with the cigar and, and everything else, I was like, man, like I'm making him the runner up. I think he really, he really kind of hits for all the times that he's on screen. Um School sucks. Two alien autopsy jokes yeah I'm like pretty decent joe episode
1: based on the amount he seems to be breaking in this episode <laughs> i feel like he had a great time yeah <laughs> he had a lot of fun in this episode and i feel like there's something to be said for right. that <laughs> yeah all right now let's talk about something on the fly Um, Some scenes that you would like to add, Tom. What's a scene you would like to add to this episode? Uh, So
2: I'd like to see the montage of Dave going through Lisa's closet and trying on different dresses before he finds the one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't considered that. Yeah, he probably didn't just pull out the first one and be like, "All right, this is (laughs) do," and matching the shoes to the dress.
2: Kind of like, you know, the 80s shopping montage where, you know, they they try on everything and then come out, you know, (laughs) I I think that would be, that would have been fun.
1: That'd be good. I wonder what song you would set it to. Something
2: like from the Breakfast Club or something like that, you know.
1: (laughs) something
2: from that yeah i don't know something from what working girl maybe like
3: yeah maybe (laughs) i think it'd have to be almost like like nine to five you know, like like a female empowering type of song that as he's going through to make it funnier or unless you don't do the reveal of him picking out the dress you have him just kind of going through and you don't see what he's wearing you know like head up right that doesn't Mm. work sorry that doesn't work
1: You could do it at the end, sort of like a flashback, so you don't ruin right. oh, you yeah. the dress. Yeah. yeah. That would work really
4: well. <laughs>
1: All right, Thad, what's something you want to see on the fly? So I'm
3: actually kind of on the same page with Tom, but my idea was to do a montage of like everybody doing a quick pick of what they had, you know, or them getting dressed, you know. So like you go to like Catherine just like going into her room, looking around and going and pulling out the jewelry. You know, you have Joe getting home, taking off the shirt, grabbing the coat and like turning around and leaving. Uh, you know, Matthew sitting in front of the costumes, like looking at the construction worker being like, Yeah, (laughs) you know, just just like a little bit for everybody and kind of their process of of what they had to choose from. And, um, you know, so I'm basically on the same page of time, just a little bit more just to get more people.
1: I could see uh, Matthew, like, meticulously reading labels, too, to make <laughs> yeah. sure, like, this, this is legit, right? The, yeah. Nobody's going to make fun of me for this one. I, I understand what the costume yeah. is, right? Construction
3: <laughs>
2: workers are tough. They're cool.
1: That's it's what like- it said, right? It said <laughs> construction worker. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. What,
2: what if he had picked the, the uh, cop outfit, but then also... a <laughs> also grown out his mustache like oh, the man. president <laughs> looked like a Cal- california highway patrol officer or something i can't even imagine like i honestly can't even picture it because i'm just like, <laughs> oh
1: okay <would>
3: <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs>
1: there's so many ways they could have oh, gone oh man um, so, I, I, I'm i going to say great minds think alike. We had a very similar wavelength with this. I went with also a montage, um, but I want to see Dave trying on a bunch of different costumes, all of which would have been plenty dorky and outrageous enough to serve the purpose, but he he keeps rejecting each one because he's feeling too much pressure about the promise that Lisa made for him so he's too in his head about it and I'm picturing him in uncomfortable full body costumes on par with Mikey the microphone um, or you know lobster guy Um, and so and it's as he's standing in front of the mirror dressed as a giant foam hot dog or something (laughs) he spies Lisa's dress on a hanger nearby and he sighs and he goes I know what I have to do
2: (laughs) (laughs) Interspersed with him um, hyperventilating into a paper bag or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't go to the nurse's office. <laughs> yeah.
1: No. Like, if no it, one's giving him a note.
3: If it was in the '80s, it would to have his two best friends there giving
1: approval or like disapproval of mm-hmm. all the goblin
3: out. Do the fun '80s montage of it.
1: <laughs> um, Tom, do you have another one? I uh, know that was it. That's it. Thad, you got any more?
3: I got a half-baked one. Okay. All
4: right.
3: (laughs) I couldn't fit, but, like, so imagine Jimmy calls everybody into, like, a room, and then you get, like, a a cam looking up, and it's, like, I couldn't get a snake, and I couldn't get a chimp, but I got this, and the camera pans down, and I was, like, what two, like, cuddly animals would be ridiculous (laughs) that they find them, like, snuggling together in the middle of this supposed arena of death, you know, like... That's right. I, I like just a, couldn't come like up a with Like a puppy combo. and a
1: kitten or something? Yeah, but like it's going it's it's to like- be
3: like a bunny and a tortoise or something really ridiculous. Like, you can't go from snake and chimp to cat and dog. You know, you've got to go to, like, guinea pig and falcon or something weird, you know? Um, so I couldn't finish it. I couldn't fully bake that idea, but, like... The, the snake versus chimp idea for some reason really caught my attention. Like I don't even want to see it. Like I'm just like oh, just thinking about it. But like what what is what would its plan B be? Like what would you go to? Like ah, we couldn't go to the state champ, so let's go to the next bout on the card.
1: What is that? Like
2: it's, it's a grasshopper and a chinchilla. Versus...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Something that sounds exotic, but is not going to give him the battle royale right. he's looking you know, for.
3: Like they crowd <laughs> each other, and then they, like, snuggle up. It's like, I don't think they're fighting. You know, like, <laughs> like it's one of those type of things. Uh, but I just, for the life of me, I just can't picture, like, two animals that would really, like, hit like that, you know?
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, maybe our listeners can think of something. If you're thinking of some animals that would be exotic enough to serve Jimmy's purpose... Uh, but would not give him the battle he was looking for. Might be a little too cute and cuddly. Let us know on Twitter at (laughs) hoodoo underscore factory.
3: (laughs) Definitely let us know.
1: (laughs) All right. I have one more. It's a little dark. Um, I had a rough week, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to warn you before I I tell you what it is. Okay. I'm going to go with a flash forward of Bill as an old man. He's sitting in an armchair next to a calendar that shows the date as March 8th, 2032. There's a clock nearby that reads 419 p.m. (laughs) He's anxiously watching the clock. As soon as the clock changes to 420, he picks up a phone and he dials the psychic who he's kept tabs on all these years. And he screams into the phone, guess what you old windbag? I'm still alive. Who's laughing now? I am, that's who. And then he dissolves into maniacal laughter, so intense that he has a heart attack and he dies. (laughs) And as he hits the floor, the clock changes to 421.
2: (laughs) Wow. I told you it was dark.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm going to stick with Matthew doing the robot but that's a good idea for a replacement <laughs> if you got to go that way
1: all right okay well moving on from that very very dark mm-hmm. scenario <laughs> all right now we're going into our catch-all category so uh, Thad is there anything you want to talk about in this episode that we haven't already talked about
3: yeah, actually, you know what? There were a couple things that didn't really work for me. Uh, just just a, a joke I didn't like and, and um, another thing. But we'll start with a joke. Uh, the joke that I did not like in this episode was the adjust my hose line. Uh, mm. You know, oh, I'm more comfortable now. I went in and adjusted my hose. And then they look at him and he's like, my pantyhose. Right. And I was like, man, that's kind of a forced joke and it's really not that good. Like, meh, I didn't get it. Nobody was
1: misunderstanding Hose and pantyhose, like nobody was making that misunderstanding. Yeah, and it was such a yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I hear yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, it was so yeah. forced. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah,
3: so that's the thing. That's the first thing I didn't like. The second yeah. thing I didn't like was Beth's work dress. I don't know how you guys felt about it. The one she wore before the costume. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of corsety. Uh, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like. It was like a bustier
1: yeah. kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, there you go. With like a fishnet mm. drape.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it just, it seemed out of place for an office. Uh, I felt like it, it called attention to her breasts uh, more than, <laughs> than necessarily you would in an office type of building. Like, Lauren, would you wear one of those to an office to work a
1: bustier? Personally, idea? I would not, but okay. I am also a member of the Itty Bitty Titty <laughs> Committee, so it wouldn't work on multiple <laughs> levels. Um, I think it I think it fit with um, Beth's character in that she basically wears a costume to work every day. Like, every outfit she puts on is a costume. I thought, like, the fishnet sort of drape thing she was wearing felt like... maybe she was doing it for a halloween thing maybe that makes sense yeah maybe maybe this was her way of dressing up for halloween at work without wearing an actual costume but i agree as far as like beth's outfits go it certainly wasn't a favorite or anything
3: yeah so so rarely am i like i just don't like it and that's when i'm just like i really just don't like it like i noticed it that's how much i don't like it (laughs) something that shows off a certain body part and i didn't like it something's
4: wrong (laughs)
3: No, so yeah, so I I, I thought the hose joke was a little bit lame, and I was like, the word I'm like, well, I just. But if she, if that's for Halloween, that kind of like that makes it better. I'm like, all right, that's just mm-hmm. a, that's a work Halloween dress.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't really like all the stuff about um, Lisa's insecurities about her physical appearance.
3: Yeah, that was a little bit rough.
1: I mean. I, I get it I understand the joke is and, and they need it for the setup for her to be so, so mad about this very irrational reason to be mad why Dave's wearing her dress mm. like that's that's the yeah. joke and I get why they need it but I I didn't it didn't mean I liked it <laughs> you yeah. know like I want I want people to feel good about their body and people come in all different shapes and sizes besides that more tyranny is freaking gorgeous right you know, yeah. it, it is, and, and for people to look at someone who looks like her and be like, wow, she doesn't even think she looks she, like she looks good. Like, what does that mean about me? I just don't think it sends a good message. I didn't really like it. Mm. I understand it, but I didn't really like it.
3: That's good. I didn't think about it because I think for guys, a lot of times the joke is that guys just don't think as much as women do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it would never occur to us to think of the things that she's picking out about herself that she doesn't like. So, Mm -hmm. like, you're right. Like, I I don't love the fact that she kind of tears herself down a little bit in front of him. Yeah. But, like, I do get the viewpoint on the guy's side of being like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, this beautiful woman is all of a sudden coming up with this stuff from left field. For us, it comes from left field. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. So, like, yeah, that's that's tough. I wonder if there's another way you could have kind of set things up without having that happen.
1: It's hard because how else do you get to that joke? Yeah. You know, you really would. It really would have had to be a workaround. So I understand why they did it. But yeah, it sort of doesn't feel good. And it feels like it doesn't send a good message to other people who may have like body image problems, you know? Yeah,
3: I agree. <laughs> 90s yeah. were not known for their sensitivity
2: to. Not really. <laughs> to not people, so much. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Tom, anything you wanted to add? Um,
2: well, you know, uh, at, at one point, Jimmy mentions the Ellen DeGeneres show, and I, mm-hmm. I guess watching it, I didn't realize uh, before I looked it up that uh, this was made before Ellen had actually come out herself and before her character had come out. So it seemed like kind of a tasteless kind of outing joke, um, mm. you know, so that was that was uh, one of the ones that if, if they had a take back, I bet they would they would do it. But, you know. There, there
1: you have
3: it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It, I wonder what happened there. That's. It seems almost out of character to yeah. me for them to take a, a shot like mm-hmm. that. So, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping it's a joke that I just don't get.
1: Yeah, like watching it after the fact. I guess I always assumed that it had come out that this episode of News Radio had come out after. Her character on her show had come out you know in which case i think the joke is fine because that 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 was like a a great that was a great moment Mm -hmm. on tv for lgbtq people right right? and so it's just sort of like giving them more credit to their moment maybe but um yeah finding out that this happened before all that and before she came out personally it's like oh no that's that's not something you should do Yeah. yeah well, yeah. So, in the rewatch, it seems like there were some things about this episode that were problematic, um, jokes that didn't stand the test of time and uh, maybe shouldn't even have been told at the time. So, uh, moving on with our catch all. Anything else anyone wants to talk about?
3: Um, I actually had a recast. Um, You know, so as I'm watching it again, you know, we, we, we look at what the purpose of the character sometimes, like maybe we don't need to recast on the not supposed to get that much attention. Uh, But I really thought the Dorothy reveal would be a good time to like sneak a celebrity in, you know, I think in the show, we kind of key in on Bill's face. And that's something that's kind of what we really focus on. So it's kind of nice that she's not somebody that's known. But I think for a big splash, it would have to be like, you know, a fairly well-known celebrity that you're like, you could picture Bill being with this celebrity and he just missed out on it. I thought that would be kind of Mm. fun. Um, So I came up with two names. And if you guys think of any, just, you know, throw them out there. I thought the best one would be Katy Perry. If he comes down and Katy Perry pops up, everyone's like, "Oh, that's Katy Perry! Oh my gosh!" And it takes away from Bill, but like for an audience reaction, I thought that was cool.
1: How old was Katy Perry in 1996? Uh, She was. (laughs) That's my only question. She was about 10. One
2: Thad has. Thad's (laughs) views are not reflective of everyone here at the Hootie (laughs) Factory.
3: I like child actors. (laughs) I want them in more shows um i get what
1: yeah, you're yeah. saying though i like get
3: it word today <laughs> okay, okay gotcha right. yeah. it's, it's all okay, okay yeah um and then my my second choice would be maybe gal gadot you know like gal gadot oh. has a little bit of a, a different type of presence that when mm-hmm. she comes up you're like whoa you know like
1: bill could have been with gal gadot she almost has this like old hollywood type of look about her i agree you know i agree um that, that I think would really appeal to Bill. I think that's a great choice. Um, and he does tend to get really starstruck. So that would have just added more to it. So it would. Yeah. I think you're you're right on here. Yeah, it would have been more than just like, oh, this young, beautiful woman I maybe could have had a relationship with. It's a young, beautiful, famous mm. woman.
3: Right. <laughs> that fame, money, like you really missed out when, yeah. when you recognize who it is. So yeah, I thought that might be fun. <laughs> was-
1: um. Okay, anything else for uh, catch all?
3: Nothing. Yeah, I got a lot to say about these costumes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right,
3: there's a lot of them. Um, I know we're going to talk a little more costumes in the recap episode, uh, but yes, I counted 20 costumes. Um, you know, there was a serving staff, there's a security guy there, but we had 20 costumes. Um, and I wanted to highlight a couple things. I mentioned a little bit earlier about 90s Halloween. Um, and, and although Tom assures me that in real life, that was not necessarily the way that, uh, people presented themselves. Um, one of the first things I thought about was like, that's Beth's costume, like on Halloween, just a, a, a ballerina. With combat boots.
0: <laughs> was she wearing combat boots? I didn't know. This. She I, was wearing combat I boots. I didn't know
3: this. I was like, I, but again, like, like we see Beth come in, in like you know, all sorts of crazy outfits. And I'm like, this is, mm-hmm. this is the Halloween costume. And then I started watching everybody. I'm like, that cheerleader is not sexy. I'm like, that costume is not sexy. I'm like, oh, like 90s business. Like it was costume, not like attention for the costume, if that makes any sense.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, mm-hmm. so like when I, when I rewatched the episode, I went around, obviously I looked at all the costumes and I was like, yeah, none of, none of these really, not, really all that great. <laughs> Um, but I thought, and then I looked at Beth again. I was like, Beth's is kind of scandalous for that time because it's skin tight. Like, yeah. And I thought, like nobody else in that place had a skin tight costume on with that mm-hmm. kind of reveal. So I'm like, wow, this costume I looked at, I was like, well, that's not even all that anything was still the most revealing costume um, in in the entire party, as far as I was concerned. So uh, I didn't know if you noticed anything '90s, especially about the com- uh, the costumes. Um, But I I definitely wanted to bring it up
1: Well I felt like the cast A few members of the cast were the only ones Who had done like the accessories Over the work clothes bit Yeah, You know everyone else was in like Fairly elaborate, kind of bulky costumes. True. You know, like something that like you didn't come here in a cab. Like you, you must have. I don't know. I don't know how you got that thing here, but you. I think you brought it here and put it on on the premises. <laughs> like it's is bulky. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at you, lobster boys.
3: Right. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Exactly what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, I thought you know it'd be it'd be kind of good if you remember any costumes or um, if you want a reminder, I can shoot through some of the costumes. But uh, what I thought because I I put them in three categories: really kind of a good category, a bad category, and an animal costume category. Uh, okay. And if you want to bring up your non-animal costume, I will tell you what category it made it into. Oh, okay. So if you can, if you just think of one or more, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll okay. tell you what's up.
1: Okay, where, where's Bush Guy go? Bush
3: Guy's in that meh category. That is meh. in the okay. thumbs down meh <laughs> for that costume. 100%.
1: Okay, um, how about the mummy?
3: Mummy is in the thumbs up category. All right. Okay. As Tom noted, the, the costume is hot and, and it's awkward, but it looked great. You know, I thought it looked great. So it's going to get a thumbs up. Um, okay. Tom, can you think of any costumes? Anything you're to throw out there? Uh,
2: the lady in the vinyl French maid costume.
3: Yes, the French maid costume. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. But the, it, was, it was shiny. Lauren, what kind of material is that? I couldn't figure out what kind of material that was.
1: It, that, that's definitely some sort of vinyl uh, latex something. Yeah, it, it's not breathable. So, like, a lot of these cheaper costumes are like a rayon nylon something. So yeah. it might be shiny, but it sort of looks like a satin um it's it's like uh it's still breathable that was not breathable i guarantee it i have worn a costume made out of a similar type of material once and i guarantee you it was not comfortable (laughs) i mean it
3: wasn't even like a sexy made costume it was just like a regular french maid so like that's that's extra (laughs) like there's a lot of a lot of area is covered up for the vital like that's not letting any any, uh, cool air in or any heat out
1: no, very not very
3: breathable. Well, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna ask what you think the worst costume was, outside of the tree man. Like that's just a clear winner. Um, <laughs> so we, we gotta see if the French maid one slips in there. Um, all right, any other any other costumes that you guys wanna see how well, I categorized well,
1: it? Oh, I was gonna say lobster boy, but he's animal. He's an right? animal, yep. Ah, dang, dang. Yep. And the bear is animal. I'm trying to think of any others. There's a bee uh, that's, that's also out. there as the animal. Oh, oh yeah, like the her. bee. The bee. That's us. Nice. It's a shame we didn't get the uh the hamburg alert guy. That would have been great. That they have, have, have the costume so there. Great. Oh man. What if
3: he like snuck by in the lobby when they're bringing Bill <laughs> back on the thing and like and Dave does the check <laughs> and he just kinda sneaks by? Oh,
1: that would uh, have been amazing. That would have been awesome. Or, or just
3: Matthew sees him. That would have been better if yeah. so <laughs> just Matthew sees <season. laughs> him. Uh. Oh. Oh. Alright. Um uh, yeah, go two, ahead. three more. Is
2: everybody? Tom, another costume you saw? Um, no, nothing really. Nothing coming to mind.
3: Nothing else i to mind? All right. Lauren?
1: Nothing else is springing to mind. Okay. I should have taken better notes.
2: So I'm going to give you three
3: meh costumes we didn't get to, and then I'm going to give okay. you my three thumbs-up costumes, and then, and then I have an annual costume take. Um, okay. So, meh costumes. Top three. Davy Crockett.
4: Oh, with oh, the red-green
3: Also, <laughs> super hot. You're not cool in that thing. And, like, those type of hats don't breathe. Come on, buddy. Davey Crockett, not so good. Um, There was, uh, I mentioned a cheerleader. uh, And, like, poorly done. So, I also looked at the after with Matthew doing the robot. And it says, Happy Halloween. And I also looked in there for the costumes to try to make sure I saw everything. Okay. Cheerleader costume, that's a thumbs down. Didn't really care for it. <laughs> um i mean i had to look twice just to figure out what it was
1: oh yeah. that's yeah. not good. if you can't tell what it is yeah no, that's, that's not, a, not fail. a good costume i mean
3: compared to that costume the uniforms they have now and wear every day to school is like <laughs> night and day uh so i was like nothing all right um the jester actually i thought was poorly done too it looked like a big bag green and white uh little jester ears and all that kind of stuff so okay so you can look for those negatives uh next time you watch my thumbs up aside from the mummy uh there was a flapper that uh that i believe dorothy is talking to when bill comes over the flapper walks away i was like that's right saw a little outfit right there um i like the monk's outfit uh there's a guy with a monk he walks with an angel i think they walk by Hmm. uh, and i was like yeah. more costumes are comfortable the roomy like they're easy it's a good one to go for that's,
1: that's smart yeah
3: and my favorite costume in the very last scene is that there's like a cocktail waitress wearing a very short mint type dress she's behind dave before the reveal so if you look at the costumes behind dave and during the reveal scene you'll see her a little bit in the corner and then in the dancing scene at the end she's standing right next to the cheerleader uh and i'm like that's the girl i would talk to at the party that is my costume. My costume takes until we get the recap episode. But I have one more special take. All right. Okay. All right. I am outraged. Outraged. You can hear my voice. The bear won the best animal costume over the lobster. Yeah, that's that didn't make any sense (laughs) to me. Outrageous. A fix? Like whatever happened? There is pure robbery for that award. Because that lobster costume was easily the best between a bee and a bear.
1: Oh, he the stole best. the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean,
3: when you wear, I mean, mask, he could
1: have been best costume overall.
3: I, I was definitely considering putting him in that category. <laughs> lobster, <laughs> lobster. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, I want to make sure I hit on the costumes. I count about twenty, uh, not counting the staff. Uh, those are the ones I'm really talking about, and um, you know, just made me think that work. Halloween parties in the 90s probably weren't as much fun uh, as they are these days.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, last time we did a costume bracket to see which costume from Jackass Junior High would advance to the recap episode. So we're going to do something similar here. We decided that Joe, Lisa, Beth, and Catherine's costumes would not be part of the bracket. Those costumes just didn't have as much impact on the episode. So... Now we're going to uh, to do our brackets. So first up, we've got Jimmy as one of those dead guys from the Field of Dreams, and Matthew as a construction worker?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. So, Thad, between Jimmy as the Field of Dreams guy and Matthew as the construction worker, who are you going with?
3: Love baseball. I'm going with Jimmy.
1: Going with Jimmy? Love the uniform. Okay. All right. Tom, who you got um, here? Field of Dreams or Construction? I'm going with worker? the
2: construction worker. I, I felt like there is no team name, which I'm I'm assuming is because of trademark purposes on the. Uh, <laughs> but they 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 did have a Yankees jersey in an earlier episode, so I feel like uh, Matthews was better. It was more detailed.
1: Um, I'm going. I'm going to break the tie, and for me, it's going to be Jimmy. And for mainly, it's because he could have so easily just been baseball player, but no, I'm the dead guy from the field of dreams. (laughs) One of those dead guys. It it was the joke of like that. Yeah, that extra detail that that's that's who he is. And I just thought that um, it was a very nice. It was a very nice touch. Uh, to have to be walking around Well I know that you said you didn't like it When people are carrying something in a costume But I liked the baseball bat He oh, does some gesturing with it and stuff I'm
3: saying that it when was, you have to carry something in costume right. it's, it's uncomfortable Because you always got to account for it Like one of your hands is taken up Like <laughs> A lot of times those things just get tossed to the side uh, You know like halfway through the party
1: Yeah Okay Alright so we've got Jimmy Moving forward to the next round all right, next pairing is Dave as a woman, and Bill as possibly George Washington. It's never clearly stated, but we're going with George Washington. All right, Tom, who you got between Dave and Bill?
2: Uh, I gotta go with uh, Bill. I, I do. I just I think that, that costume looked very authentic. It was uh, really well done. Um, Dave's Dave just went and uh, got a wig and and stole a dress out of Lisa's closet. I'm going with, I'm going with Bill.
1: All right. I got to go Dave here because, um, for one it had the biggest impact on on the episode when you think of this episode you think of dave in the dress um and also like bill didn't bill just put on like the the outfit he didn't do anything with his hair he didn't change anything else about his appearance dave put on the dress and the makeup and the pantyhose and the heels and and i don't know if you've ever tried to walk in heels (laughs) Never. (laughs) that's a commitment right there Yeah. All right, that. so what's it gonna be? Is it gonna be Dave as a woman or Bill as possibly George Washington?
3: I am going with Dave as the woman. Uh, he painted his fingernails, which to me was <laughs> the extra step because as a guy, he's gotta show up in his suit the next day and he's either got to paint the fingernails or he's gotta have somebody take off the uh, all the paint and all that. So I'm kind of with uh, with Lauren here. He does a lot of extra steps. He goes a long way to make sure he looks womanly. Uh, more than he even intended. And the other thing about Bill's costume is, like, it's uncomfortable and it's complicated. Which, in my experience, is never really fun. Like, there's no way putting that on and off was easy. Just the way that it looked to me, in my opinion. So, uh, I- I'm going with Dave. I like I liked the effort that Dave put in. Um, and I like the results.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so now we've got Jimmy as the dead guy from the field of dreams versus Dave as a woman. And Thad, I'm going to you first. Who's it going to be Jimmy or Dave?
3: I, this is best costume.
1: Best costume. Best
3: costume has to go Dave. I, I like Jimmy's more, more again. Like I think about wearing it and this and that, um, But again, Dave goes through a lot over the course of his evening, but it's a better costume. Because it's a better costume, he goes through a lot. That's
1: what I think. Okay. Tom, what do you think? Jimmy or Dave?
2: Uh, I gotta go with Dave.
1: Yeah. Also, yeah. Well... It's unanimous. I'm, I'm going, Dave, as well. (laughs) I'm sorry, Jimmy's. I, I agree. Jimmy's outfit is great, and I think it's a great concept, and it looks pretty comfortable. But if you're going for best costume, I mean, Dave had had straight men hitting on him. Come on, (laughs) and he and like he said, he put and bears. (laughs) He put in a lot of effort, and yeah, yeah, that was no small feat. I hadn't noticed the detail of his painted nails. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine he knows how to paint his own nails, which means he probably had to go to a nail salon. Yeah, to surprise Lisa. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, she didn't even help him pick out
3: the dress, so.
1: Yeah, that was a surprise to her, so. Mm -hmm. All right, so Dave is going to advance to the recap episode. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Dave. Going to the final four. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, now we're going to move on to Plots Explained Badly or Sensational Headlines. So, how would you like to poorly explain this a plot from this episode or uh, give a clickbait style headline to describe a plot from this episode? Um, Tom what's one of yours
2: the queen george washington and one of the village people step into a bar (laughs) (laughs)
4: damn
2: i would read that
3: (laughs) i would read that
1: you have to know where it goes right you gotta click it
3: (laughs) yeah you just need to get a job working for one of these tabloids just be like just send me the stuff i'll send you back a winner don't worry you could be like the guy from Disney who named Cars and like, made like a million dollars or whatever. <laughs> you know what we'll call it? Cars. Because it's got cars. Yeah. Here's your check, sir. That's living the dream.
1: There you go. All right, bad. what's one of yours?
3: Um, okay, so might as well have a description. News director lives bad dream. Manipulated by boss and crazy girlfriend. He attends a Halloween party dressed in drag to be harassed and manipulated even more.
1: I think we know who had the least adequate day (laughs) yeah (laughs) tough times Um, I'm going with party slut takes on unexpected admirers at Halloween bash
3: (laughs) (laughs) first of all I'm not sure takes on is necessarily the phrase that we want to use in this case
1: (laughs) It'll get you to click it. Yeah, I think I've, yeah. I've read
3: the back of too many uh, VHS tapes to, <laughs> to, to think that that phrase means what you mean it to me. <laughs> All
1: right, Tom, do you have another one?
2: Uh, night of dress up turns into jealousy and heartbreak.
1: Oh, that sounds kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> Use the
2: word heartbreak.
1: So. <laughs> All right, bad. Got any more? Uh,
3: I don't. Uh, my other attempts all pretty much turned into, like, men are terrible and we need to treat women better. <laughs> like, every time I was like, I was like, well, that's pretty awful. Like, this is really an episode about how Dave finds out how bad it is, how hard it is to be a woman. So all yeah. of mine read more like, like uh, after school special descriptions instead of actual like funny <laughs> headlines or plot lines. I'm like, he got, he got, he's jealousy from other females. I'm like, oh, this is a, I'm like, well, that's not funny. <laughs> But yeah, I do think it's funny. It is funny to me that she's jealous of him and his dress because I have been around females that have hated on other, like other women, I guess, in the way that they dress up. So to me, I thought that was kind of funny. But if I look at it from the different lens, I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks to yeah. have to deal with. And like, I wouldn't, that's awful. So yeah, <laughs> Dave had a bad day.
1: Dave did have a bad day. <laughs> um, I've got one. Uh, man accuses girlfriend of being crazy while purposely playing into her insecurities, <laughs> which <laughs> which kind of plays into your thing of yeah. men are awful. Pretty <laughs> much, just like
3: men are terrible. He gets ogled at. Look at those legs. He gets groped. Jealousy from other girls. Like, oh, it's the worst.
1: Yeah, but then he can see his girlfriend is kind of having like a mental breakdown over the whole thing. That's true. And he starts having fun with it, you know, he's jealous.
3: <laughs> yeah. And once that gets cleared up again, like we walk out of the office, we're like, ah, it's good. We're good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're okay yeah. after that. Um, you can't take right, it I- off. <laughs> no don't know I'm crazy. <laughs> it's one thing to be crazy. It's another thing to let people know you're crazy. <laughs> Um I've got one more. Um did you guys have any others? Or was that I, I have one more. Okay. I have one more too. So All right.
2: If you want to go ahead and then I'll go.
1: Okay. Yours is probably better, like so it. let's do that. <laughs> um local reporter ends up hospitalized after a series of death-defying feats, claiming he's going to live basically forever. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's good.
2: All right, my my last one is this thriller is vanilla, bemoans billionaire about ruined Halloween party.
4: <laughs>
1: that's
2: a winner. Send it in.
1: That's, that's the one. That's a winner. Send it in. All right. Well, the next episode on the Hoodoo Factory conveyor belt will be Apartment, the third episode in our Costume Mania unit. Until next time, please stop by the gift shop on your way out. Thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, supplier of the only known antidote for ABSA fever.
2: Happy Halloween, pumpkin.
3: (laughs) Happy Halloween, butterfuco.
0: Happy Halloween, pantyhose. Thank you for visiting the Hoodoo Factory, the source for all your Hoodoo needs. You can follow us on Twitter at Hoodoo underscore Factory. The Hoodoo Factory is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. Please stop by the gift shop on your way out. And remember, the Hoodoo Factory is the supplier of the only known antidote for abs of fever.